All right. So. Oh, man. This is episode one of Blaze's Niche. Um, I think the title is like a permanent thing. I'm not sure if it should be or if it should just be a placeholder. It was going to be Blaze's Room, but then I figured um, it's a little too confining that way. God forbid I have to record something, record a podcast not in my room. So then it kind of ruins things in, in that way. So that's why it's not Blaze's Room. But yeah, oh, I didn't sink. There's going to be a cut here. It's just going to be me sinking, okay? I almost broke my desk. Okay. One, two, three. One, two, three. Gotcha. Okay. So, this is episode one. Um, not much is going to change for these first couple episodes. Just kind of regaining our footing. Um, kind of refamiliarizing myself with everything. Um, I'll have a lot more to talk about. I think my quality of life is a little higher. Um, I'm just happier to be, just happier to be, um, a little bit of a rough patch very recently, but you know, we, we, um, we persevere, I guess. (laughs) Um, yep. Still working at Publix, still working at the county. Um, I've gone, I've cut my hours again at Publix and I think I actually kind of appreciate it a little more now in terms of the job. Um, I don't mind it as much, but yeah, I hope that my head's not cut. I don't know if I got a perfect angle, but this is fine. If it gets cut, it's whatever. I'll slouch a little, I guess. Make sure this is as low as I can go. But yeah, um, what's new? So on the monitors i'm sure this just looks like another episode of the old podcast but and like i said for a while it'll probably be in this format um i'm gonna try to have more guests so we'll see how that goes and then maybe do some mobile stuff so in terms of being um on the ground as they say being outside so we'll see about that um i've trigun pulled up uh if you guys don't know trigun is probably like my favorite anime Probably. If someone asked me what my favorite anime was, I'd probably say Trigun. Um, if I had a definite, like, if I had had a definite answer. Um, but yeah, it's really good. I really enjoy it as a show. But, um, they just made, remade it. They just came out with a remake and it's all CGI, it's all 3D and it's called Trigun Stampede. And I would implore everyone to not watch it. Um, I'm sure it's fine. I've only watched the first episode, mind you. Now, before I call it bad, I'm not going to call it bad. I'll just say that... And if you want something quick and that's probably more action-based, and that's kind of your thing, Trigun Stampede will probably be more for you. It seems like they've kind of gone away from like the deep... The deeper writing and the deeper um, considerations of Vash as a character, it kind of feels like they're kind of forgetting, not forgetting, but just rushing his character. Um, They handle things, a lot of the things that happen in Trigun don't happen for a while, or you don't have a reason, they don't have a reason that they happen for a while. Um, You're kind of just watching just because the show itself is interesting, or at least, you know, I, I think it is. And then eventually you get to the lore after that. Sort of like um, Cowboy Bebop in a way, and it's that's comparison has been had you know multiple times before, but um, I enjoy it more than Cowboy Bebop personally. I think the themes um, are a little deeper. Not that the themes in Cowboy Bebop aren't deep, but I think that they maybe apply to me more, or they're just more applicable to me, or I don't know. I just like them more, whatever. Um, but I would implore you to watch the original um before watching the remake um i would say not don't watch the remake but i'm not gonna say it's bad because um like i said i've only watched one episode uh they changed a lot of the art style art style is really different um super 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 different and then they kill a character um a really cool character too they don't kill her but like she's just not in the show they like dead her i guess um but yeah i would implore people to go watch the original a lot of the mystery that's in the original, they solve, or not solve, they give away in the first episode of the remake. 
So it's kind of like very odd. Also, Vash is like this weird e-boy like looking character. And then the animation looks like arcane mixed with like guilty gear. It's super odd. Like the the style is super weird now. Um, I would implore people not to watch it. Or I, I, if you're interested in it, I would implore people to watch the original, please. The original is really good. It starts off a little slower, but um, it just makes more sense. And it's just like, it, like I said, I haven't finished it. But it feels more satisfying, I feel like. But I will watch two more episodes. They say you, um, if you give a, once you've watched three episodes of a show, you've given it an honest try. So I'll watch three episodes. So I'll watch two more of Trigun Stampede and get back to you guys on that. Um, I will say that for all that they um, tell you in the first episode, they do it pretty well. It doesn't seem too rushed. The only reason it does seem rushed to me is because it's unraveled over time in the original. And, and, you know, obviously you're learning that in the first episode and the remake. So it but overall, like the writing doesn't seem bad in terms of like the pacing and how it works. It feels very new anime, you know, like more often than not newer animes tend to get into the meat and potatoes of things um in the first couple episodes first first episode if not first three you know at least um i think the original trigun kind of straight away from that even though it's not a long um anime and i think the new as far as i'm concerned unless they're doing something drastically different to the canon um i think the remake is which they might be because they you know deaded a character whatever I think the new Trigun is more for like present audiences that want to kind of be engaged in the show the first episode they see or be engaged in the show for very often. Um, Vash also does like a feat in the first episode of the remake that he probably would never do in the um, original show and he definitely wouldn't do it in the first episode so... Um, it's a really interesting take. Um, I don't really know what public opinion is, but I imagine it's not great. I imagine that it's not great because Trigun purists are, they're, they're pretty open. I would say most of them probably disagree with the show, but they'll probably watch it anyways, just because people have been begging for something Trigun for so long. Um, it's kind of sad that this is what we got, but like I said, Maybe it's better than I'm giving it credit for. I need to watch two more episodes just to know where I'm at with it. But it's interesting. Um, but if you like that new age CGI animation kind of vibe thing, then yeah, that show might be perfect for you. But that's all I'm going to say about it. Um, like I said, if you're interested in it, if you've just seen some... <sighs> See, the thing is, I would say if you think the first episode of Trigun is cool then I feel like you should just watch the original. But then it's like, you already know so much that's going to happen also. So it's tough to recommend. I, basically, regardless of if you want to watch the original or not, or the remake, I think you should watch the remake. Um, I, I would recommend that you watch the remake. Let, or the original, I'm sorry. I'd recommend that you watch the original. You know, but and that's to everyone. That's not just if you're interested. I think that the original is just like a really good anime. But like I said, it's slow. It has these issues. I understand that people can't get into it. It's a very different show, I think. So, um, It didn't see much success in Japan, actually. It actually was more praised in the, in the U.S., which is interesting for an anime. But anyways, that's all I'm going to say about Trigun. Watch it if you want to. Um, it's good. It's only like 30 episodes, I think. I think. 20, 28 or something, I think, I want to say. But yeah, it's a very good, uh, very good question. Kind of messes with your mind a little, or a couple episodes do. Um, but yeah, let's see what else has been going on. Oh, I'm watching. So, oh, okay, couple things. Wow, I have a lot more to speak about than I thought. So, in this episode, so I I, I started watching Breaking Bad. And I finished it. Right? Not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. Um, it's funny because most people who watch this are probably gonna follow me on Twitter. And they're probably going to see my reaction to, um, to my reaction to the ending of Breaking Bad. Basically, I'll just sum it up as, at a certain point, it felt like I couldn't root for anyone, which is a problem for me. If I can't root for characters in the show, I don't know why I'm watching the show. Um, I, at a certain point, I didn't even want to see what happened. I wanted to be over with it. 
like I wasn't watching the show because I was like, oh, my God, I have to see what happens next. I'm, like, so far into the show and so much stuff has gone to shit. And, like, in almost in, like, the most unsatisfyingly way possible that I'm just like, let's just fucking end the show. Like, let's just get this shit over with. And that's another thing. The show is super unsatisfying except for the finale um, for the last, like, two seasons, I would say. Or maybe last season and a half, like, the, the last half of the last season or the last half of the fourth season and then the last season are like just super unsatisfying and like the finale does good the finale is not bad at all the finale is the best episode in the last season i think everyone says Oz- ozymandias and yeah ozymandias is good like it's definitely not a bad episode um but i honestly don't understand i don't know I don't understand. I guess I don't understand the the relationship he had with. Okay, I'm gonna do a spoiler warning here. There's a, these are spoilers, guys. These are spoilers for Breaking Bad. If you haven't seen it, I'll put a timestamp if I remember. Um, I'll put a timestamp. Please, Blaze, put a time code. I'll be very mad at you if you don't. Anyways, I guess I didn't understand how deep the Hank and Walter relationship was like i knew that walt cared about hank and like didn't want him to die or didn't want him killed or anything like that that makes complete sense to me but this idea that his character is completely broken over hank's death is super odd to me like because what what i had honestly thought had happened this was back in season like four i had thought because obviously i knew that 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 meme of like walt falling to the floor and like his glasses falling off his face or whatever I knew that that was like in Ozymandias, so I knew that was it was something really horrible. But I honestly thought, um, and this I think this would have been a really cool plot line. A lot of people really would have probably been mad about this plot line. Granted, but I would have loved this plot line if it happened. If like what I thought had happened was maybe like Walt Jr. died in a car accident because like, and then like he was that torn up about like the fact that all of his actions of all of his actions up to that point and then the cockiness of the money to buy his son a really nice car um you know would would lead him to his son's death which would make sense because they do a lot of foreshadowing about how his son drives dangerously he drives a lot um he drives fast you know all this stuff he brags about how fast he drives and stuff like that he like sarcastically says he'll drive safe so i felt like that was coming but obviously it didn't and i'm not mad that it didn't i love walt jr as a character and i'm not mad that he lives or anything but i felt like when i knew ozymandias was what it was and then i knew that meme was in that episode i thought that it would be more gut-wrenching i thought i would care more because i love hank's character i think hank is like one of the best characters in the show and i think he's a little underrated undervalued by um you know the internet yeah i'll say the internet because i haven't talked to too many people about the show face to face but i mean i don't know i don't know i feel like his death wouldn't make walt that like his death didn't break my heart like it did waltz i guess um you know like at some point you just you there's just this feeling that that hank has to die you know and i didn't know he died i didn't know he died until he died or well i guess the episode before i was like okay yeah hank's probably dead well like almost a million percent hank's dead right so um yeah i don't know it was super odd to me i thought it was going to be something so i guess my my expectations for ozymandias was were like a little bit higher than i than they should have been and maybe that's and maybe that's a moniker not a moniker a a tone to set for the whole show and my feelings for the whole show maybe the expectations that people placed on it were just a little too high for um for what i was expecting and honestly if they were if let's say it's tough to say that if i didn't have any expectations of the show if i would have kept watching i honestly don't think i would have but you know, I digress. I can't tell you say that for sure. I feel like if I had less expectations, I would have dropped the show a long time ago. But because I had such high expectations and I heard such good things, I just stuck with it. But anyways, I digress. There's no real answer to that. Obviously, hindsight is 2020, hindsight bias, whatever. But it's still a good show. I'm not going to say it's not a good show. It's a great show. Um, I just don't think... 
I, I don't know how many people I'd recommend it to. Um, honestly, I, I okay, I'd recommend it to a lot of people, but I'd recommend it to a lot of people as a lot of people really love that show. I just think it's good, or I think it's a good show. Something like that, you know. I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna die on a hill of uh, Breaking Bad, you know, like a lot of other people might. But um, yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I've said I said this on Twitter, but that cast, the cast, the actors are amazing. Every actor does their job so well. Down to like Huel, down to like even Bill Burr does a pretty good, um, has pretty good performances. Not that it really matters, but even like Beneke who just gets fucking randomly forgotten. And I feel like it makes no sense that Beneke doesn't say anything about the money or about how Skylar sent two guys to his house to fucking like mafia threaten him. Like it makes no sense to me that he's just like, I'm not going to say anything, you know, like at all. But anyways, especially with Beneke, because like, I feel like, I don't know. It just made so little sense that it was like, it was just like, um, it was just like, Beneke's not saying anything. Skylar, Skylar saw Beneke in the position, in the status he was, in the condition he was, and he was like, "I'm not saying anything, Skylar." And then Skylar was like, oh, "Okay, forget that plot." The show was like, "Forget that plot line forever. That's it. That's the end of that plot line. Like that. That never comes up. Nothing ever happens. You know, um, no one ever talks to Beneke again. Uh, Marie doesn't tell Hank about Beneke's neck being broken, and maybe you know they had caused, they had something to do with that, and Hank doesn't go to Ben. You know, like there's so many things." That are like almost missed. Like everything works out too perfectly, unsatisfyingly, and it's just a very odd show to me. In 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 that way, um, a lot of things just don't feel earned, whether they're good or bad. Um, a lot of the bad things that happen to Walt feel it's like okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of like a specific example of like um, of stuff like that. This little rant is going on a little bit longer. This time code is going to be way in the future from from the spoiler alert that I had. Um, but yeah, I really liked. Um, I really love. Really liked the cars in the show. Um, Badger drives a Fiero. Obviously, uh, uh, Walt Jr. or Flynn, whatever you want to call him, Walt Jr. drives a, a Hellcat. An original naturally aspirated Hellcat, which is so sick, by the way. That's so sick. And it's like a nice color, has a racing stripe, whatever. And then the 300C, the SRT8 300C, another naturally aspirated SRT. Oh my god, those cars are so sick. I want a 300C like that. Or, or it's a Chrysler 300, but regardless, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, they're really good looking cars. All the, it's so interesting. All the cars in the show are American. Um, the only show, I think the only character that doesn't have an American car is Gus. And because he drives a Volvo, Volvo Q70, I think it is something 70 V70 or something like that. And that car is sick. Those Volvos are sick. And that's a German car. And I think that's the only. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Um, Jesse drives a Starlet. Jesse drives a Toyota. So those are the I think those are the only two foreign cars in the whole show in terms of characters that drive because um, Mike drives a Sabre and a Buick and I think a Cadillac. And then Saul drives a Cadillac. And then Marie... Oh, no. Marie drives a Beetle. Marie, Marie drives a, a Volkswagen Beetle. Um, Hank drives a... Not a Defender. Is it a Defender? No, not a Defender. A Jeep... A Jeep truck. I forgot what they're called. It's not a Cherokee. Um, fuck. I forgot what they're called. A Jeep truck. He drives a Jeep truck. And then... Um, Walt drives... The Pontiac, the Aztec, and then he dri- and then Skyler drives a oh, station wagon. I forgot. It's an American station wagon. It's a Ford, I'm pretty sure. And then obviously the Hellcat Charger, um, or Challenger, not Charger. And then or is it a Charger? I think it's a Challenger. Whatever. And then the Chrysler, obviously. So those are all American cars, which is super interesting to me. I don't know why they chose to do that, but it's just super odd to me that there's not many foreign cars in the show. Um, Fiero is a Pontiac, I want to say. I want to say. I could be wrong on that. I think I am wrong on that. But yeah, super interesting that they just have like completely different, like, or mostly American cars. I wonder if they have like some kickback. I'm sure they did from um, like Dodge for putting the Charger in the show and probably even Chrysler for putting the, the 300 in the show. But yeah, super like weird, odd uh, observation. There's another car that I'm forgetting too. Um, 
oh jesse drives an el camino or a camino i think it's el camino camino whatever at the end of the show when he leaves and um el Cam- and then the, he has a movie called camino i think or it might be el camino but i thought that was interesting because that's like the continuation of the show and i'm assuming he drives el camino and that's why maybe it's named with camino and maybe they just did that for like a funny bit whatever but um that's also an american car so yeah just super like these are the things i noticed shows so like yeah super is dumb but uh yeah let's see what else um even later i think oh never mind it doesn't matter but yeah i thought that was cool so this is a video idea i have i think i'm done talking about breaking bad I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to say. Um, oh, basically, Jesse's the only character I care about. After season, like, three and a half, Jesse's the only character I care about. Um, Walt isn't, like, uh, Walt isn't bad in an interesting enough way. Does that make sense? I think he does a lot of bad things that aren't explained. Like, why he poisons Brick doesn't make sense to me. He just says he poisons Brick so that, like, he was out of the picture. But I guess... I guess I have to like kind of infer that he says like, Oh, I did it for, for the best of you or something like that. But like, it's never told to us why he does it. Um, at all. And like, uh, I don't know. It's super odd to me. I don't know. Um, that, that's super odd to me. What else? Um, I get why he lets Jane die. That makes sense. Completely makes sense. Um, a hundred million bajillion percent makes sense. Um, When Jesse, one of the one of my favorite moments in the show is when Jesse says he can't keep getting away with this because it's so true and it's so obviously. I think that should be like the Ozymandias moment. That's the moment where like, okay, this is like the show being self-aware. You know, this is like the show understanding. This is like the show. Like this is where the show peaks. Like the the fact that we have. The two characters, the two main characters, and now one of them like wants nothing but the other one's demise. Um, not only that, but can't can't fathom the fact that they've gone on for this long. So that's like, but then again, this is all Jesse. Jesse is like the best character, hands down, I, in my opinion, um, and he makes the most sense. He's the the best character. I love him. I love Jesse, which is interesting because there's a little portion like when he's throwing the parties and stuff that I don't really understand. Not that I don't understand it. It's just not very... He's not very likable in that instance. Um, But, like, I don't know. (laughs) When you're, like... When you're, like, mindfucked 10 million times over, how likable are you going to be, you know? So, I think another really good scene... By the way, all these good scenes that I like are going to be Char Jesse scenes. The scene where he, like, talks about killing the dog when he's talking about killing Gale. When he's talking about he killed Gale at the AA meeting. Not the AA meeting. The, it's not an AA meeting, but it, it's an AA meeting for drugs, whatever it's called. I forgot what it's called. But um, I guess it's like a rehab meeting um, when he talks about killing the dog and then he talks about how he's not worth it and like how he can always blame himself and like how he, he feels like he's done so much to forgive himself and he can't feel uh, he doesn't understand how other people who have done things that aren't even as bad as or, or like just as bad as his can't forgive themselves like the the leader hitting his his uh son with this car while he was drunk um this is a very visceral moment uh which i think which is awesome you know it's a, it's a great little moment um also i hate skylar fuck skylar till it's fucking backwards fuck skylar um she's just a bitch she's just a bitch she ruins like 80 percent of the problems that happen to walt not include well i guess that's not fair to say um she just does a lot of dumb shit just a lot of shit that makes no sense and i've heard the argument that like yeah she's looking out for herself whatever whatever i don't care she's fucking cringe and i don't like her (laughs) that's as easy as it goes well she also like very heavily enthused that she wants jesse killed and like just kind of out of nowhere kind of out of nowhere (laughs) not out of nowhere but it just i just don't i don't know I don't get it. 
Because, like, she wants Jesse killed because she feels like it's an inevitable thing that has to happen. But then Hank gets killed, which is kind of an inevitable thing that has to happen. And, like, she's the most heartbroken, distraught, like, how could this happen thing in the world? Which, I, it's different, yeah. But maybe it's just because, like I said, I'm biased to Jesse. And we're, we are viewers are biased to Jesse, obviously, because we know who he is. So maybe that's what that is. But... I don't like it. Either way, I don't like it. So, yeah, those are my opinions. Hopefully, that 20-minute rant was enough. Time code, 20 minutes from, from when I said that. But I have this video idea where... Because I really um, paid attention to a lot of the cars in Breaking Bad. And recently, I've been watching um, BoJack Horseman, like... <sighs> appreciation videos, I guess, for lack of a better descriptor. And I, it's cringe. I mean, I don't think BoJack Horseman's like, the funniest show ever... Or the greatest show ever by a long shot. I think it is. There's a lot of shortcomings. I'll say that. Um, but I think it's really interesting that, you know, there are a lot of really cool shows. There are a lot of real cool cars in Breaking Bad. But this is a live action show. So most cars that are in, you know, like let's say you just needed cars for Breaking Bad. You're just going to like you can just if you just use cars that people have every now and then you're going to get a cool car. Like it's just um it's just the the nature of just populations. I don't know. It's just the nature of like the thing. It's just how things work, right? And so it's not really a cognizant decision like, okay, I'm going to put this car in and this car in and then this car in. It is when you focus on it, like when they put the Challenger in and then when Walt drives the 300. That makes sense. Those are cool. I appreciate those segments. But in Borjack, Ho in Borjack Horseman, they insert a lot of really cool cars that are pretty niche, some of them. And they have to be animated in, you know, like someone had to draw and animate the cars. It's not like they were just like, hey, we need cars. Do you have a car? Yeah, I have a car. OK, we're going to put that in the shot. Not that that's how it happened in Breaking Bad, but I'm sure it's a lot simpler to just say, OK, we need a car in the shot. Who has a car that we can use rather than, OK, we need an animated car in the shot. Let me not just put some random Joe Schmo car. Let me put a, you know, cool car that I like or a car that. I think is distinct or whatever, you know? And it's not like, oh, yeah, these cars are kind of similar to real cars. No, like, these cars are, like, splitting images of um, cars in real life. Uh, like, I know they have the Mazda 3 sedan. They have, like, the, the... They have, like, so many shots. I can't even think of any on my head. Um, he drives an Explorer, I think. Uh, I think he drives an Explorer or a 4Runner, one or the other. Basically, I just love the attention to detail on the cars, and I feel very seen by it. There's one scene where he's pulling off from the... It's funny, he actually drives a Tesla Roadster, which isn't really a thing, technically. But before Tesla was huge into making cars and made very small quantity cars, they made a Tesla Roadster that was super cool and looks nothing like the Tesla that he drives, but it's still a Tesla Roadster. So it's almost kind of cool to see that insight. Maybe he saw that and thought he shouldn't put that in the show. But regardless, whatever, I think that's cool. And then... He puts a Lancer in, which is an Evo, which is a very important Mitsubishi car, When in one scene when he's driving away from the bar. That's just there for like two seconds. But the, the shape is so distinct. And it looks, it's a, it, like it's an Evo. Like, no mistaking, no questioning. It's an Evo one million percent. Um, and I think that's cool. Things like that. I think that's cool. So, my vid my idea for a video is to just look at every scene with cars in it in BoJack Horseman. And just pick out whichever cars that I see. And show a picture of what they look like in real life compared to them in the show. And then uh, show a picture of a car, uh, that car that I like, you know. Maybe it's a little different. Sometimes it's not. If it's like a hyper car, that it's not going to look that different most times. But yeah, I think that'd be a cool idea. It's just a lot of work. <laughs> but this year, I'm talking so fast, by the way. This year, I want it to be the year where we grind. I've said this before. I said this on the last episode of the old podcast. This is the year of grindage, of grinding. I'm not... Pause, 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 pause. I don't want to slow down. I don't want to take any breaks. I just want to go. Like, whatever I want to do, I want to do it. And I want to do it as well as I can without fail. That is my, like, biggest goal for this year. I don't want anything to let me stop. Let me stop. I don't want, any, like, any opinions, any fucking outlooks, any fucking cringers <laughs> to stop that uh goal so if we can do that i'll be happy with this year i originally was like okay i want to come out with this many videos by the middle of the year and then i was like what the fuck doesn't matter how many videos i come out with i just want every video to be a fucking banger i just want every video to be great and then the last video to be better than the next video those are the only things i fucking care about in terms of this youtube channel 
Um, also, this episode will be on Spotify, probably. Either this episode or next episode. And if next episode, then this episode. After that, next episode comes out. So, if you want to listen to them on your phone and miss out on visuals, which I'll try to be mindful of, um, I'll put a link in the description. If not on this episode, then the next episode. And then I'll come back and edit this episode to have the link for the, the, the podcast in the, in the description. It'll just be on Spotify. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that'll be cool. That'll be exciting. Um, what else do I have to say? I want to read more this year. Um, I met an old friend who I used to work at Barnes and Noble with, and they've been, or I've been wanting to read for a while, and then they like have kind of reinvigorated that in me too. So uh, recently, I have the Super Mega Saves the Truth book, Troops book. I want to read that. That book is fucking hilarious. After like out of the twelve pages I've read, but yep. Um, what else? God, thirty minutes already um so this is i got this dragon ball calendar today it's really cool i'll try to put it up somewhere so you guys can see it during the episodes that'll be cool um i don't know if you guys can see it. there's probably a glare but yeah that's it so uh i started watching dragon ball super because after i finished breaking bad i wanted something else to watch excuse me so i started watching dragon ball super and um i'm at the part where freezer just got resurrected so, yeah, had a pretty good part. And it's pretty good. Super is cool in the fact that I think it feels like original Dragon Ball without being too much like it to be not entertaining. So, I really employ that for it. This is just a Dragon Ball Z um, poster, so there's not going to be anything like too crazy. No SSJN or anything like that. Yeah, there's literally a, one of the months is the fucking Genyu Force, so... Anyways, um, <laughs> um, drove my car. Oh, well, let's go back to Dragon Ball Super for one second. Um, I really like the art in Dragon Ball. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's very iconic. Everyone very much knows it is. But, yeah, it's good art. Um, and as I said, I think Dragon Ball Super does a great job of encapsulating Dragon Ball Z in the perfect way without feeling like a completely different show um and not feeling completely boring and repetitive so granted i'm only like half a season in or a season in so uh i mean i'm on episode 40 so anyways uh also beers is like the sickest anti-hero ever i love beers and we we they're really two really insanely good um additions in terms of characters uh really like them um what was I saying? Oh, I got to drive my car the other day. Took some really cool pictures. Really liked how those pictures came out. It kind of bums me that people don't like... People, like, on my Instagram don't like my car photos. But I understand. I mean, it's, like, my car that... Um, you know, I don't follow too many car people. I don't follow people on Instagram that are, like, solely car people. And the the, the ones that I do, they do like that stuff. So I appreciate them for that. But um, I don't know... Like, I think that post got, like, 50 likes, which isn't a big deal. Likes don't really matter to me. It was just um, surprising. I hadn't posted in a long time, in a while. And then, like, I got 50 likes. Deal. <laughs> but like I said, I don't really care. I like how the pictures came out. Um, and it makes me want to wrap my car white. I don't think it's going to happen. But it's something, something on my mind. So just something to keep in mind. Um, but, yeah. I've been talking really fast in this podcast. I need to slow down, I think. I think my mind is on, like, a million right now. Uh, yeah, my state of mind is pretty good. Uh, I have a therapy session this Wednesday and yeah, oh, I'm starting therapy. Did I, I, I don't know if I've told you, yeah, I've told you guys my news resolution. I was going to do better help, but then someone, uh, a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine I've come very close with recommended me, uh, their therapist and, um, you know, she seems cool. The therapist, not my friend. <laughs> she seems cool, and I'm excited to you know have our first session and such. So yeah, um, but yeah, we drove the car, drove a little bit better than I expected. So that was cool. Um, I felt I felt awesome driving it, bro. It felt so good to drive that car again. Oh my god, it 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 felt nice. It felt really nice. But yeah. We can slow down now. <laughs> I think I've gotten everything out that I wanted to. So, there's a new um, GTR Lego set, and that comes out in March. So, if anyone wants to give me a seventh month early um, birthday present, 
That GTR is up there. <laughs> I went to Barnes & Noble today when I got this calendar, by the way. I also got some cards. I don't know where to put them. Like Dragon Ball Z card pack cards. But anyways. Um, and they were like... And my... I used to work there. And then... Um, Someone that I knew was there, and I was like, "Do you have this Lego set?" And she was like, "No, we just got some in, but we can't sell them till March." And I was like, "Okay, don't worry about it then." And then she was like, "I can go check if that's the one." And I was like, "No, don't check, cause then it's gonna be the one, and then I can't have it till March." And then she's like, "Yeah, but I want to see what, what it is." So I was like, "Okay, I guess for your own selfish gain, we can check if you have it, so I can't have it until March, right?" So then she goes right. She's she's walking took a little bit longer than i liked if i'm honest come on guys customer service needs to be faster but <laughs> anyway she comes back and she's like yeah that's the one <laughs> i was like what the fuck like what the hell man now i have to wait until march when i know you have it back there like it's so fucked jesus if she would have came back and she would have been like no we don't have it but but we will be getting it then then i'd be like okay nice now she had to be, yeah, that's the one. What the fuck, man? Now, if I worked there, I could probably buy it. But since I don't, I can't. So, anyways. Um, or maybe not. Probably not, actually, if I worked there. But, yeah. That's what's, um, that's what happened today. That was funny. New tattoo tomorrow. New tattoo tomorrow, guys. New Berserk tattoo dropping tomorrow. 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 Tomorrow's Sunday. I tweeted Monday. I don't know why I tweeted Monday. But, yeah. New tattoo tomorrow. New. Oh. 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 New. Ah, fuck. New. New tattoo tomorrow. Hopefully that looks how I want it to look. I don't think so. For all you. <laughs> for all you audio listeners. I just took my little plush Lucario and like pointed at the camera with them a couple times as i said new tent to tomorrow thanks <laughs> oh my god that's gonna be something i have to do now for all you audio listeners at home fucking losers um not audio listeners losers like me losers anyways yeah new berserk tattoo tomorrow and it'll be so hard it's from a tattoo, <laughs> from a tattoo artist I met at an emo night, um, off of Chobi, who was really cool, really, really cool. They like said that they really liked my Zazel tattoo because that was right when I got my Zazel tattoo, and that was really sick. Having other tattoo artists call your tattoos cool is just like so validating. I don't know, like obviously it makes sense why, but it's just there's something about it. So if you, yeah, something about it. Anyone who's gotten a, t- uh, a compliment from another tattoo artist knows, you know, that it just feels good. I got this Hot Wheel. Haven't opened it for you guys. For you guys. Um, I'll try to post a picture of it. It's a Mazda. Listen to this. Mazda 787B. <gasps> and you might be saying, this doesn't look like a Mazda. Um, yeah, it doesn't because it's their Formula Racing car. Whoa. <laughs> or it used to be. It's not any, I don't. They take it out now and drive it just for like the sh- like show, but it's not it's 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 not really a car like it is but it's <laughs> it's like the one in a bagillion racing car so little backstory on this car this car has four rotaries in it if you don't know what a rotary is it's like a certain type of engine most engines have cylinders rotaries some and en- some engines have rotaries very small very small very small sample size of these rotaries mazda for whatever reason this Japanese company was like, we are going to perfect rotaries. And they did. In their formula cars. Because they put them in fucking commercial cars and they suck ass. They don't suck ass. But they're just not great. Anyways, the 787B has four rotors. To compare, the the probably the most sought after um, rotary car is the RX-7 FD. That's a dual rotor car. So this car has double the rotors. And it's also a formula car and it weighs like 1,800 pounds or something. It's an insane fucking car in terms of driving it it sounds like a fucking fighter jet and a half it sounds so sick i sound so cringe right now anyways so what what mazda did mazda wanted to i don't know if you guys knew this this was my little mazda um air coming in mazda in there's no z in 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 i almost said japanese in japanese so it's called in mazda's actually said matsuda 
It's M-A-T-S-U-D-A. Just in case it, you ever have to know that. <laughs> but anyways, what Mazda did was they made, they, they wanted to be, they had this, this, this team called the Mazda Speed Team. And they just wanted to be fast. They were solely a racing team for a long time. I think they were, they were named something else before the Mazda Speed Team. But I don't remember what it was called. But anyways, they wanted to be taken seriously in the racing circuits. So, um, you know, eventually they, they perfect, they had gotten rotors down pretty well. They were racing a lot of races. They won a couple. Um, this is like your donut media, what you should know about Mazda Speed. Anyways, eventually they go to Le Mans. They have the chance to go to Le Mans. If you don't know what Le Mans is, Le Mans is probably the most prestigious race you can win in the fact that it's a 24 hour race. So it goes on for 24 hours, rain, night and day. Um, you have multiple drivers to get through, uh, to, to switch out in and out. Um, notoriously, not notoriously, famously, the Ford F40, F40? No, F, the Ford GT, GT40, which I'll post a picture of right here. Very iconic car. If you've ever seen this car or these colors, this, these are heritage colors. Excuse me. This is the only, I think this is the only Ford um that had won Le Mans. This is like what Ford for Ford versus Ferrari is based on. Ford basically beat Ferrari, who was the favorite that year, um, in order to kind of reinstate, reinvigorate the company because Ford was going downhill at the time. So this is where we're at. Ford beat Ferrari in when Ferrari was the favorite. Uh, and that was a huge deal at the time. Whole bunch of years later, I don't know, time frames listen are not my strong point. History is good. Time yeah, I like history. I can't tell you when things happen. Um, I'll tell you all about like the fucking re- refinery oil oil refineries in Nigeria and like what other random history shit do I know? Not that much apparently. But anyways, I love history. Really bad with dates. Super horrible with dates. No clue. Someone said something about 1792 or 14 1792, and I thought they were talking about Columbus the other day, and I was like. Yeah, maybe I could brush up on some of my history because I'm really bad at it. Now, 1792, 14... Was it 1492? Christopher Columbus said the Ocean Blue. They're kind of close. They're kind of close. But anyways, regardless, it doesn't matter. Um, Mazda eventually... um, They were like, we're going to do the four-rotor. We're going to do four rotors in one car. And um, because they tried to do three i think at one point and the weight distribution was too hard every rotor had to be the same exact uh size they had to spin at the same exact time or else you had weird weight distribution so the way god i didn't even explain how rotors work so the way that (laughs) rotors work is there's a there's a triangle it's shaped like a dorito everyone calls it a dorito that's like as it's that's its moniker its nickname whatever and it's in like a chamber that's shaped like an oval right or not not an oval like a like a like a zero it's shaped like a zero and in this chamber your dorito spins but it spins in a way that it it's like perfect it spins like perfectly and it creates power this way and it can it can create a lot more power because it can spin faster than a cylinder can pump does that make sense i don't know why i said that i'm mansplaining this mansplaining this right now i'll post a, a gif of a or a video probably a gif maybe a video doesn't really matter they're the same thing they're gonna be, it's gonna be muted anyways if it's a video of like what a rotary looks like um and just imagine four of those in your car so like let's say let's put it this way so the rx8 is a one rotor car that was made in 2008 that car could make 200 horsepower or around 200 i think it was like 220 some cars had 200 some cars had 230 whatever around let's say around 210 let's say around 210 horsepower and that was one rotor four cylinders nowadays can barely get to 150 without a turbo. Barely. That's like very high compression for a four, four cylinder. Let's not talk about the fucking S2K because it, uh, it breaks that formula like a million times over because Honda's fucking insane. But anyways, um, so basically you can do with one rotor what you can do with four cylinders. In theory, the more rotors you add, the more complicated it gets. Normally, the the more cylinders you add, the easier it gets and the, the, the just the more power you can make. But rotors don't really work that way just because of how complicated they are. So they have these openings in them and that's how the car breathes. That's how the, that's how the rotor breathes. So like sometimes carbon can get, get in the, in the channels, um, in the apexes. 
And why am I explaining this so thoroughly? It can just be so simple. Basically, rotors are smaller than, than cylinders, and they can make more, just as much power, exponentially more power than one cylinder. The cylinder to rotor ratio is like four to one, maybe even a little bit more. So they did that with the 787B, but they put four rotors in it. So it's a quad rotor. I think it's two dual rotors. So a dual rotor is when you have, it's like a cylinder, when you have four cylinders in a line connected with your with your um dual cam usually with your cam so it's like if you had a cam connecting two rotors and they're spinning together rather than spinning separately um if you don't know when you're <laughs> if you have a cam your cam keeps your cylinders in line so as they go up and down they're in a line and they're sort of rim rim thick they're sort of symmetrical they kind of work off of each other in that way so um The 787B has two dual rotors, so four rotors. So let's say it can make like almost the power. If we take our conversion rate of four to one, four cylinders to one rotor, it can make like 16 cylinders worth of power, right? Yes and no. The more you add, the more rotors you add, the more reliability and performance issues you have in terms of keeping it perfect. So basically, Mazda tried this for years. They kept putting rotors in. No one else tries to use rotors, by the way. No one else at Lamar tries to use rotors. No one's using them because they suck, right? They don't suck. They're just too hard to perfect in their opinions. Anyways, Mazda comes along, comes, makes this fucking amazing looking car. Super aerodynamic, super cool looking car. I know it probably just looks like most race cars honestly to most people but it's just so iconic um and it sounds insane and they won lamar with it and no one thought mazda would win lamar the i think the year before they were holding a lead and then their rotor broke a rotor broker they had problems and you know they had to stop so yeah it's a very iconic car probably the most definitely the most important car in mazda's um racing circuits um but yeah really cool car so if you ever hear anything about rotaries if you have, if you, <laughs> I don't know when you're gonna hear anyone talk about a rotary. Rotaries are long, have long been retired, because um, they're bad on gas for one. They're bad for emissions, um, and they're just kind of inefficient in today's standards. Um, a lot of people still drive rotaries. My my favorite car probably ever is an RX-7 FB. That's a rotary car. Um, RX-7 FC is a rotary. RX-7 FD is a rotary, which we talked about. RX-7 or no, RX-8 is a rotary, which is my first car. Um, but yeah, they're really cool. Mazda's really cool. Yeah, I love them as a company. Uh, Mazda's does not, it's a big thing that Mazda is like kind of a new age company that is solo owned. So like, what I mean by that is like Subaru and Toyota are kind of solo owned, but they're partners. So it doesn't really matter. Nissan is owned by Pigo, I think. Pigo? They're owned by some German company. I don't remember who. But, like, a lot of the bigger brands are just owned by parent companies. Um, and Mazda is not one of those brands. Or in a partnership. Mazda is not one of those brands. And that's super admirable. And they like to push the, the like to push the envelope enough to where, like, it's inspiring to me. Um, granted, they have some mistakes. They got rid of the Mazda Speed name. Haven't made a Mazda Speed car in a long time. Um, but they still make fucking beautiful cars. The Mazda 3 is such a nice car. Um, I would, I mean, yeah, Mazda 3 is fucking great car. And then obviously the Miata. Oh my god, the poor man's Porsche in the best way possible, though. Um, new Miatas are so nice. Uh, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my like fucking 40 minute, no, not 40 minutes. Let's say 20 minute car rant. Uh, yeah. So I think this episode is like perfect in terms of like the title, Blaze's Niche. Blaze's Niche shiz well no blazes niche because a niche i don't know if you guys knew this i didn't know this until i looked this up a niche is like almost like an alcove like it's like the small little corner um yeah and that'll be me that's that's what this is so it's a cool little name i like the name and i think this episode is very fitting for that name um i do a lot of overanalyzing of shows and i do a lot of rambling about cars and that's what this episode was so I do a lot of rambling in general, though, honestly. But um, this might be an abrupt end, abrupt end to this episode. But I think this is a perfect place to stop it. And I've had a great time talking to you guys on this episode. 
Um, I feel more lively than I did before. So maybe I haven't decided yet. Maybe I'll do like an episode a month instead of an episode every week. Or maybe an episode every two weeks. I haven't decided wholly yet, but I think we are going to dial back the episodes a little bit. I think that the more I have to talk about, maybe the more interesting they'll be. Maybe the, the more interesting, entertaining and interesting they'll be to me, which might be important. I do this really weird thing where... Every time I put an episode out, I watch it myself. And most times I enjoy them, but during the latter episodes of the last podcast, I kind of didn't. Other than the very last one, I thought it was a good last episode. Joey gave me some shit about how I ended it because he thought it was corny, but fuck Joey. So, anyways. um, Yeah. (laughs) That's all I really have to say. Um, I've lost two pounds. Well, I say I lost two pounds. I've lost more than two pounds. I, let's say I kept off two pounds. Since that episode, I've kept off two pounds. I'm two pounds lighter than I was in that episode. Because I've lost, like, I went to, like, 185, and then I went back up to, like, where I was in that episode, and then I went back down. So let's say I kept off two pounds for now. Let's just say that. As much as I can. Like, as as, as much as I'll grant myself. Let's say that. So that's good. Um, we're just working. Working slowly but surely. Um, and, yeah, I want to work on these episodes. I need, 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 need. I need to finish Shenanigans 11. It is so funny so far. I love it so much. I can't wait for you guys to see it. Um, I'm going to just spoil this for you guys right now. There's going to be a bit in the Shenanigans where I go, I need to finish Shenanigans, guys. Be funny. Because I'm going to say that. Like, actually, whenever I talk to whenever I play games next, because it's been a while since I play games, and I'm going to record the, clip their reactions, and then that's going to be in the in the shenanigans and that might be low quality that might be cringe whatever um i really want to get done the the episode i mean the part right now is really good um so if you gather anything at all from this rambling this giant rambling and you made it to 50 minutes 51 minutes just know my passion and my love of youtube and this channel lies in shenanigans for right now so if it means anything as many um podcasts as you watch if you guys want to be like, oh, I wonder what I should share to people, share to people the Shenanigans series. If it's applicable. Don't share it to, like, your fucking mom that, I don't know, is a fucking wasp or something. Or, I don't know, like, you know. Um, just, yeah, I just love those videos. And I think they're really uh, enjoyable. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, well... As I said, that's it. New tattoo tomorrow. You guys will see it for sure. Like, um, yeah, that's all I have to say. I hope you guys have a great day. Great week. Great two weeks. Great whenever I see you again. Whenever you see me again. Whenever you hear me again. For you audio listeners. <laughs> um, and I hope you guys enjoyed our little time together. Appreciate you. And goodbye. Bye. Mm-mm-mm.